all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions. Also, a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it, get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. JR the Boss Man Show. We're talking a lot of football this week here on the show. We wanted to talk more with our man from 
Pro Football Weekly, author, Arkish on the show. Author, like I told y'all, I've been a fan of your work for years, man. Got to have you on the show with us finally. Well, how, how's things going in Chicago up there, man? Everything is great in Chicago, and I am uh, flattered to hear that. So thank you for following along, and uh, really, uh, um, I'm just pleased to join you guys this evening. Yes, indeed. Now, Arthur, I want to talk to you about the Ezekiel Elliott appeal, man. Uh, he has a, a temporary ruling he wants to get done on an injunction filed to stop suspension. Uh, what's your gut feel about Ezekiel Elliott and his fight against the NFL? They think he'll probably get by this year. He'll be like a, like a Tom Brady almost. He gets to play this year, but next year he'll run out of options. And Article 46 will come into play, and the courts say, hey, you're suspended because of the commissioner has the power to do this. Yeah, it does sort of have that similar feeling to uh, to the Tom Brady case, just in that uh, it, it feels like Zeke is going to be allowed to play, that he is going to get the temporary restraining order. Uh, it's been a super busy day, so I apologize. I don't, I don't believe that has went through yet, but there is a deadline uh, of tomorrow for, uh, for the courts to decide on that. So, um, you know, at this point, it's really a matter of uh, – the NFLPA gave the NFL this power in the in the 2011 collective bargaining agreement. So I'm not saying that the NFL uh, did everything perfectly, uh, you know, under code in their investigation, their over a year long investigation into Zeke. It sounds like there were some slip ups, but the bottom line is that the NFLPA signed off on Roger Goodell having this power, and now the NFLPA is trying to ask a court uh, to go in and, and sort of take it away. This isn't really about proving whether Zeke Elliott is innocent or guilty at this point. It's whether the NFL, uh, you know, got outside of its uh, the authority that it's been given uh, in, in handing down this suspension. And Arthur, that that brings us into a conversation about the NFL PA and you know fighting to roll back Goodell's power. Are they going to make uh, even more of a push as the next CBA negotiation comes up? It, it really seems like. <laughs> I mean, everybody's aware that they kind of, you know, screw the pooch, so to speak, with giving him that much power or whomever the commissioner is that much power. How hard yeah. are they going to have to fight to get that rolled back? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, what's fascinating is that uh, DeMora Smith at the time, uh, sources tell us that it really, he didn't even really bat an eye about it. He was so much more concerned about other things, including, uh, you know, lighter off seasons for the players and, uh, you know, certainly the the, the, the kind of how they would share all the revenue, although clearly the players got just destroyed in that side of the uh, the battle. But, um, yeah, that, that almost was easily glossed over at the time. And uh, I promise you it won't be again when we do have uh, the threat of a lockout looming because there have been too many missteps from, you know, Tom Brady, obviously, to Zeke Elliott, but it goes even further back. It just seems like at every uh, turn – uh, the NFL has, has done something that the NFLPA doesn't agree with in terms of the way it's disciplined these players. So um, I'm sure that it is going to be a, a big-time point of contention when the next debate comes up. Uh, but there's a lot of things on that list. So the NFLPA is going to have to prioritize. First, they're going to have to decide uh, whether Demora Smith is the guy that they want leading them again. And, uh, again, after he got crushed last time and, and – uh, uh, and there have been so many kind of mistakes on both sides here. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that he will be. Now, Arthur, it's the end of the season, man. Uh, who are some coaches and Europeans on the hot seat? I, I, I can look at John Fox in Chicago. I think that if he has a bad year, they might get rid of the guy. Uh, Marvin Lewis, for sure, is another guy right on my radar. But for you, who are some guys you think are on the hot seat that might need to win this year or they're pretty much out of here? 
Yeah, you named two uh, near the top of the list. I think maybe the only name I would put even above those two is, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Chuck Pagano in Indianapolis. Um, it's an arranged marriage with the new general manager, Chris Ballard. Um, they, they they decided they were going to try and make it work. Basically, Jim Irsay, who, who made the hire of Ballard very late, it was like the third week in January already, uh, said they're going to try and make it work with Pagano. And, and the early indications are that Ballard didn't, you know, if you look at the roster work that he's done, it, it kind of says that he didn't think Pagano necessarily had enough talent to work with there. So, um, but it's, it, it feels ominous in Indianapolis. I'm not going to lie. You look obviously at Andrew Luck's, uh, uh, you know, inactivity coming off the, the shoulder surgery and uh, the late trade for Jacoby Brissett after the backup Scott Tolzien was so bad in the preseason. And, um, you know, some of their high-drafted rookies, Quincy Wilson got off to a tough start. Malik Hooker has been a little bit banged up. So it does kind of feel like things are trending sort of ominously there. But uh, Pagano is going to at least get the opportunity to, to kind of get them out of this mess. So he's near the top of the list. Marvin Lewis is a really interesting one. Obviously, he's the second longest tenured coach in the NFL, but uh, didn't get the seemingly annual one-year contract extension that he that he usually does this season. So he's kind of uh, obviously they're coming off a disappointing campaign and he has that 0-7 mark in the playoffs that's pretty hard to look past. So, um, you know, with Marvin Lewis, it seems like he's been unwilling to stray from that formula, whether it's bringing in some uh, kind of quote-unquote problem children or uh, being unwilling to play some of his young guys early on. And uh, he may have to kind of stray from that this season if he's going to uh, potentially save his job, I think. And then I, I'm sorry, and John Fox here in Chicago, that's where I'm at, and you're absolutely right in mentioning him, but uh, the Bears have had really, really awful injury luck, uh, so they're going to get a chance to turn it around this year, John Fox, that is. It is interesting that Ryan Pace, the emboldened young general manager, was kind of allowed to make that trade up for Mitch Trubisky. It kind of had people wondering here locally if Ryan Pace and John Fox are operating on different timelines because there wasn't a ton of immediate help for the Bears in a 3-13 and roster uh, with a draft that seemingly uh, had one eye toward 2018 and beyond. Now, Arthur, early on in your answer to Jared's question, you mentioned Andrew Luck, and I wanted to get your thoughts on the, the Colts' handling of his injury and basically just <laughs> where this whole thing stands with him and, and how – how did they, where did they go wrong with this injury and the, and the handling of it? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's fair to say at this point that they underestimated the, uh, the length of Andrew Luck's recovery. Um, you know, he hasn't even, he, 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 from what the Colts are telling us, he has just recently started throwing behind closed doors. No one in the media has seen that. But um, if you didn't think he was going to be ready to go out and make this move and trade Philip Dorsett, the, what the second to last first rounder uh, under Ryan Grigson, uh, the guy that, of course, Chris Ballard replaced. So he's the guy who gets traded to New England for their third string quarterback, Jacoby Brissett. Um, but I, I have to think you want to make the move a little bit sooner than the week of the season if you're hoping uh, to have better options. So whether it was a misevaluation of what Scott Tolzien could do in Andrew Luck's absence or uh, they just didn't realize quite how long this uh, recovery was going to take. Uh, there was a misstep at some juncture. You can kind of choose which way you think it, you know, which of those maybe it was or both. But um, it's not a great look. And, and, and I like Chris Ballard a lot. I, I think he is a really sharp evaluator and, and a, a young general manager who has a, a chance to be a quick riser. Um, but you, you can't 
kind of just give him a pass on this situation because Andrew Luck, uh, you know, your franchise quarterback, someone he inherited, that's a great situation uh, for any rookie GM to step into, but uh, not now uh, with them not knowing exactly when he's going to get on the field. Folks, drummer, Arthur Arkers here on the Boss Man Show for Pro Football Weekly. Now, Arthur, has the Steelers improved enough, in your opinion, to check the Patriots this year to get over that hump finally that they have just to win and go to Super Bowl once with one of Mike Tomlin? Because I feel like Arthur, with their offense they have, they got Antonio Brandt back, Le'Veon Bell's back, he's going to get into the groove, defense has improved a little bit. I think those guys have a chance. They play man rather than play zone, and knowing that Brady, Brady kills zone defenses all the time. Yeah, you know, some good points in there. I, I do have the, uh, I have a remeet, uh, a rematch, excuse me, in the AFC title game. I predicted the, uh, the Patriots and the Steelers to meet again. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't have questions about the offense. I thought in January they did miss kind of a, a 1C, if you will, after uh, after Le'Veon and Antonio Brown, of course, someone else that Roethlisberger could lean on. And uh, with Martavis Bryant coming back, I, I don't you know, I, I don't worry about that anymore. I think Martavis Bryant may be ready to take the league by storm. Um, but I don't know about the defense. I like going out and getting Joe Hayden. I think you make a great point about how Keith Butler wants to play more man, uh, and they may be better equipped to do that. They've got Artie Burns coming back. They've got Sean Davis in the secondary, so it's a nice mix. Uh, of youth, and, and then you bring in a veteran like Joe Hayden. It's a nice move. I don't know, though. I still am a little worried about their dependency on Ryan Shazier, who's, who's a great player, but he struggled a bit to stay on the field, and Bud Dupree. I, just, I know who's going to, you know, James Harrison is, gosh, four years old now or thereabouts, and uh, one of the more amazing ageless wonders in the NFL, but that they do enough to help him out with, uh, you know, is T.J. Watt ready to really contribute like he did in the preseason when the, when the lights go on for real, and uh, is Bud Dupree going to be able to piece it together? Because we've seen bright flashes, uh, but he's got to sustain them and be on the field all season to help them out and, and give Keith Butler more options with that pass rush. Uh, Arthur, I wanted to, to hit another quarterback situation. Uh, we talked about yep. a little bit. I want to hit Alex Smith and uh, Patrick Mahomes. Do you think at some point this season Mahomes does enough to, you know, injuries notwithstanding, does enough to to get on the field ahead of Alex Smith? Uh, I don't, and that's no indictment on uh, Patrick Mahomes at all because uh, I, I think he's got a very bright future. But um, this is kind of it for Alex Smith. That the worst part of that deal that he signed after uh, being you know acquired from uh, from San Francisco, of course, uh, it'll be it'll be done. I think all the guaranteed money is gone after this season and. Uh, Alex Reed, uh, Alex Reed, Andy Reed has been pretty adamant that uh, this is Smith's year, and um, you know I think there are differing opinions on whether the Chiefs are ready to contend or whether they're kind of looking toward next season. It really was an odd off season with Jeremy Macklin's uh, uh, interesting or kind of unceremonious uh, release, and obviously the firing of John Dorsey. There are some signs that they may be looking more toward the future, but. In the present, as long as this team's going to have a shot in the AFC West, I think it's likely to be uh, with Alex Smith. He knows Andy Reid's offense so well. Um, we can debate all day how high his ceiling is and whether he's reached it already, but uh, he, he gives his team a chance when it's built around the defense and the run game and uh, kind of, you know, just kind of high percentage throws and low risk throws. So uh, I think that's going to remain. Uh, I think the guy, the second, the first quarterback off the board, the one before Mahomes here in Chicago, Trubisky, uh, Mitch Trubisky is the one that I could see getting on the field sooner because Mike Lennon not quite as established as Alex Smith. And if I want 
Final one for you, Arthur, is this. Uh, going back to the Dallas Cowboys real quick here. Yeah. Do you believe that Dak Prescott will show strides that he's made in the offseason for be able to carry the team passing the football with potentially Zeke Elliott maybe being out, having to put on Darren McFadden, Rod Smith, and Alfred Morris if he's out. So I feel like he's made enough strides to carry the team passing the football to get the Cowboys by if Zeke Elliott is not on the field this season for six games. Yeah, that's the $64,000 question right there. I have no idea if Dan Prescott is going to show strides, but I'll tell you what, the Cowboys would be thrilled if he just sustained the level of success he had as a fourth-round rookie. They don't even need improvements. They just need him to replicate that absolutely remarkable uh, debut. And, and, and I think it's going, to be, it's going to be difficult to do, but there are some things working in his favor. You know, having a full offseason with Des Bryant is going to help, no doubt. Uh, I expect that the monster does to return the guy we saw uh, in kind of the end of November and December last year once he got healthy. Um, the offensive line is going to have two new starters, but it still should be an absolute strength for that club. Um, it's something that Dak is going you know, to help him a lot, obviously. Um, I kind of worry about the defense and whether they're going to be able to kind of replicate the game script they had last year where they could lean on the running game so much because – Rod Marinelli was an absolute magician last season getting what he did out of that defense. But let's remember, they've turned over about half of it. And suspensions didn't just ravage the backfield in Ezekiel Elliott. They missed David Irving early. They're going to be obviously without Randy Gregory. Um, so I just I don't know if the defense is going to be able to play over its head again. And if it doesn't, then I think that's going to put more pressure on Dak to have to throw it around the yard a little bit. And uh, that's when he may potentially get into trouble because it was just such a, not to take anything away from what he accomplished, it really was amazing. Uh, but you couldn't really kind of set up a better situation for him early on. And I guess that's the part I, I, I struggle to see them replicating. And uh, that means Dak is going to have to overcome a lot more adversity if he's going to be able to not only do what he did last season, but build on it. Arthur, it's been to have you on the show with John and myself. Like I said, I've been a fan of your work for years. So is John. It's an honor for you to have you on the air with us and get your knowledge here on the Boston Man Show for the citizens of Atlanta and all our players down the line on the Boston Radio Network who enjoy football like, like we enjoy football. No doubt. Thanks, guys. Let's do it again soon. I appreciate you having me. Will do. Folks, it's Arthur Orchestra on the Boston Man Show. All your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft. 
whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft, Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today, we have them from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. <laughs> 